0: UKB Community Spotlights: Queensland Kettlebells is a friendly gym in East Brisbane practising strength for life find out a little bit more about what makes our awesome members tick their hints, their tips and what they do or why they do what they do today I'm talking to Paul Victor Paul is a truck driver with a keen interest in physical culture. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, sorry. Good morning, Paul.
1: Good morning, <laughs> Uh Tell yeah. us
0: about yourself, how you found our community and what you do during the week.
1: All right. Um, well, I found your community quite a few years ago um, when you pretty much just started off actually online um, because... Um, when I started truck driving, it's 13 hour days and my health and fitness just went really backward. And I saw a YouTube clip about kettlebells and I was just immediately interested in it and um, the benefits of it. And um, then I found you online and we had a great discussion and then I did the waiting game until you started opening um, a, a workshop in Springwood. And that's how I started. Um, and uh, my day consists of waking up 2 o'clock in the morning. I start work at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I get home at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. and uh, no, actually, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and, yeah, by that time, you know, there's not much time to do anything else. So, yeah, that's why I was looking for um, kettlebells, which is taking up not too much time, but with maximum um, benefit. So... Yeah, that's how I got to, it on um, on kettlebells.
0: Yeah, so I, I first remember the first time you called, um, and I was still operating in Milton most of the time, I think. Um, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, and I, I was running a little space in Shaler Park as well, out of the bottom of my house. Um, but then I don't think we actually met until about two years after that. Um, that's right, yeah, yeah. So... 've you've, uh, you've you've definitely definitely been around the place as a part of the community on the the perimeter for for a while it's nice to to have you a little more more on board yeah thank you Piers. yeah i I've kind of been following you
1: guys on facebook quite a long time before I actually joined but it it's much better now that I've
0: joined anyway so. <laughs> um now we're we're fortunate that we also get the company of your son on a regular basis in uh in Springwood, would you like to tell us a little bit about Hannes and, and some of the things that he's, he's found, um, both his day and, and how he's found the the kettlebells, or if he's around, if you want to grab him and, and he can tell us, but, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's unfortunately off to a piano lesson now, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, see um, he, he loves kettlebells. Um, I find it's really good for his coordination skills from a young level as well, and his core muscle strength. Um, he does rugby, swimming, and cricket, and then he. But he's um, much more inclined to music, so he does cello, piano, and trumpet, on top of everything else. Um, so yeah, we're quite a noisy household, um, <laughs> and then obviously kettlebells. Um, he loves it. He just loves it. And and he loves being part of you know like an adult group and he feels so important and yeah he he's the one some mornings dragging me out of bed to go so yeah no he's he's a good um, he's a good companion too We have good fun and and it's funny it's quite good bonding um, just father and son doing something together. Um, yeah, he, he's actually said it this morning. He said, oh, Dad, I just love coming to Kettlebells with you because, um, yeah, it's just our special time
0: together. So that's really nice. That is very cool. Um, yeah. And what inspired you to do, to, or how did you find yourself truck driving?
1: Oh, that's a long story. I uh, I've got a farm in South Africa, and I grew up on a farm, and I love farming, and that's what I was planning to do with my life and um then i went to work in england for a while and then i went to america and i became captain on the bigger um mega yachts for the super rich with a helipad you know the four decks and um and i met my wife who's australian there and mm. she, she was chef on board and she could cook really well so i had to marry her because i love my good food <laughs> <laughs> and um Um, Then we went back to South Africa, and then the political climate changed dramatically. And I found myself in Australia, and for the first time, I didn't know what to do with my life. Mm. And, um, yeah, just for interim thing, I decided, oh, I've got my truck license. I might as well drive truck. It's decent money. Um, Unfortunate hours, but it's decent money. And and that's how I just by accident fall into it. And I've Mm. been stuck ever since. So I I am working on an exit plan currently. So... Um, yeah, I'm quite passionate about
0: aquaponics and I want to pursue that quite quite further. Yeah, tell us about your garden, Paul, because it's a cool garden.
1: <laughs> I love gardening. I never used to as a kid, but it's the closest I can get um, to farming and um, I love fresh fruit and vegetables. Um, there's nothing, nothing compares to growing your own. Um, the benefits from it is just, absolutely dramatic and um, also um, it's a good um, stress release they've proven that the microbes in the soil actually is more powerful as an antidepressant than medication so whenever I work with my hands in the soil I'm instantly happy I'm instantly good and it's a good spot to work and meditate and think about life and your stresses and just come down back and get everything back into perspective and and that's why I'm pursuing aquaponics it's um it's fully natural it's a um, ecosystem there's no artificial fertilizers there's no poisonous um, chemicals used on the plants and um, I believe there's a big correlation between the poisons we in- digest and um, all the other chemicals we digest and things like cancer and all the illnesses that's more prevalent now than ever before so i want to fight that diet and and eat healthy and organic food and be able to supply it um, for the local community
0: yeah. um,
1: i think um, transport cost is so expensive and food cost it's just ridiculous so i think if i can supply Top quality nutrient dense food because a lot of food you eat is not nutrient dense mm. because they've been grown artificially and they don't have the same nutrient in them than you know um naturally grown fruit and and vegetable mm. so um, yeah I, I want to be able to to supply um, a, a better quality of food to to the local market and
0: again it comes back to my loss of farming so mm. yeah it, it ticks all the boxes for me. Great. Yeah. Um, now, you've got a fairly extensive athletic background. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, I've never been one
1: for group sport, mainly because I'm always scared I let the team down. That's off its team, I suppose. But mm-hmm. um, I love cycling. I, I ended up cycling quite professionally for a while. Um, absolutely love cycling. Mm-hmm. I'm too old now, so I, I am looking at triathlons. But yeah, um, I don't have the time currently. Mm. And I also did, since I was six years old, till I was 28, I did judo. So for a very long time, I also went overseas for judo and just love it, absolutely love it. <laughs> did karate as well, but I was never as good at karate as judo, mm. uh, I started too late. But um, yeah, I just, yeah. Um, and when I, actually when I started truck driving, I fell in a massive depression. Because my body was so used to the endorphins from um, cycling six hours a day um, to nothing. Just suddenly that overnight change, uh, it was too hard for me. So um, it's nice now that I'm starting back at exercising to feel how how my whole outlook and my mood changes.
0: It's quite incredible how powerful it is. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Sorry, I'm just... Uh just struggling with my computer at the moment. There we go. Um, and do you have a specific goal at the moment, Paul? Uh, yes. My goal is always to um,
1: to further myself, um, better myself, probably um, chase my dreams a bit more vigorously and be more proactive on it and um, to, to help um, my fellow man to, um, to see wherever I can help someone um, to actually be able to be there for them as much as possible, I I've learned through the yachts that um, the super rich are usually the most lonely people and um, the most unhappy people. So I've realised as much as I love money, that's not that's not the key to um, to happiness and success. So um, I find great joy in in helping people or giving a bit of myself or fruit and vegetables to people. So.
0: Um, yeah, that that that's definitely my goal in life is to to expand on that. Mm, okay. And uh, and what was the the last book you finished, and what was your favorite thing about it?
1: Oh, the last book I finished. I'm uh, more a podcast type of person. Uh, I I um, listen to quite a few different podcasts, but um, sure. the last book that had a major impact oh, on me was f- um, Feel crazy Free to Laugh. Yeah. Feel free to
0: talk about a podcast if you'd rather.
1: Oh, no, no, I like both. Okay, yep. The favorite book I've I've listened to lately is um, uh, Crazy Love by Francis Chan and pretty much what's wrong in today's society and how we miss the target quite a bit um, in community and um, living as a community rather than an individual. Mm. Um, And I think most of my podcasts... um, that I listen to from different speakers are on the same topic of um, furthering the, the community feel and be part of the greater community and a big family uh, for, for that support. And um, so everyone feel loved
0: and accepted.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I put up an article two or three weeks ago on the Facebook page that talked about how loneliness has been shown to have as much as a likely, it's it's as much of a risk factor for a lot of diseases as what obesity and smoking are.
1: I totally agree. I, I love that article. It it was spot on. Mm. And also, you know, um, people that actually retire, mm. they retire, their work and their work colleagues, Was they were more in contact with them than with their family. And suddenly they retired and they feel they don't belong anymore. They don't feel part of a system and it's proven that those that doesn't feel part of a system, they die within within two years of retirement and I I find that sad to work all your life and then just don't have actually, after your work life, a bit of, you know, relaxation and fun that you actually feel lonely and and lost and left out. It's it's quite
0: sad. Mm. Yeah, no, I think think for those people uh, you know not having that sense of purpose and then losing their community that they're, they're two pretty big blows to to have landed at the same time that's right they say that do um, the two most dramatic or well three most dramatic things in your
1: life that can happen is change of job oh. change of um, um, house and losing a loved one oh. so um, In that sense, when you, most people in their rich retirement age, they lose their career and, um, very soon after, they do lose a loved one and, man, that, that must be a massive blow on them.
0: Mm. Um, what's your favourite food?
1: Because I know you love food. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, I could choose, uh, Angela, my wife, makes a killer salmon risotto, um, Mm. But it has to be steak, okay. steak with lots of different stuff: steak and alumi, steak and mushrooms, <laughs> steak yep. and everything. Yeah, but I, I do love my roast meat. Yes.
0: Yeah, we were very fortunate to have the Springwood group go and visit your house, um, probably four months ago now.
1: Um,
0: yeah, on flies. And onto another one. <laughs> yeah, we had beautiful steak, and your lovely wife cooked an incredible chocolate cake, um, which I. I struggled to not go back for a second piece and I did did end up caving to that I believe and it was uh, it was a good choice. <laughs> now now you know how she won my heart. <laughs> That's why I married her. <laughs> yeah. Um look we've we've pretty much covered off on your hobbies already. Um yeah. why do you choose to train um at at QKB?
1: Um first one is I love the people there I Mm. think everyone there is very special very unique and very just genuine very true to who they really are and I love that and I love the fact that there's everyone's focused on themselves not someone else you know Um, and obviously the benefits of it is we all know the benefits of it Um, that's why and and because I, I like you I met you and I thought well
0: anything you do I would like (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a few <three laughs> reasons
0: <laughs> oh thank you um, Jamie who's, who's down at the Gold Coast um, actually commented on our Instagram earlier this week and I really really appreciated it he said one of the best things about QKB is you can bring whatever style you want without judgement um, that's right and I thought that was really cool like it's something that we strive for but it's nice that, that people are getting that feeling coming through because you know what, everyone starts where they're at. Who cares what you're doing? Um, we'll give you, like, no one's body's the same. So for us to expect that we can cookie-cut things and, and have it work is, is ridiculous. And so having people's quirks is a real bonus.
1: It is, it is, and that's what makes it unique. And also, you know, people, there's no um, clickiness or, or these people's been there forever. When I first came there... I was immediately accepted in. Everyone came introduce introduced themselves. Everyone's so friendly. Yeah, it's just the greatest atmosphere. They're all, like I said, they're all just awesome people.
0: Yeah. No, I really like it, my clients. It's part of the reason that I enjoy doing the podcast is that I get to to hear a little bit about what makes you guys who you are, which is, is a real bonus. I mean, last week we heard Nick um, talk about how he spent 10 years in London and two years in Paris. Or it's France, not Paris. Sorry, and that was that was cool. I had no idea, and these these sorts of discoveries and and things like that, you know, we've got interesting people, and that's such a bonus.
1: That's right. And what I like is also um, together each one bring their strengths and and their specialities to the table, and they're happy to to help others in the group out with whichever way they can. I saw you got a massage this morning, and I thought. How awesome is that? You know, to have yeah. someone there that can actually do that and is happy to, to share their gift um, onto other people—that's just awesome.
0: Yeah, we're very fortunate that the uh, the uh, practitioners who we've got are very generous with their time and expertise, which is so nice. It, like it's so 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 kind of Brent this morning.
1: Yes, no, he definitely is.
0: If if you if you could have a superpower. What
1: would it be, Paul? To heal people.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Um, yeah, um, not, not physically necessarily, but spiritually. To, to make people who's unhappy, happy. I think that would be just awesome because when people is happy, they're healthier physically as well. They're healthier mentally. Um, I, think, I think the three goes hand in hand, spiritual health, physical health, and mental health. And, um, I think happiness and contentness, um, actually not happiness, joyfulness and contentness has got a lot to do with it. And I wish I could just be able to see someone's pain and, and relieve him from that pain. That would be just awesome.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a cool superpower. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So look, um, in the next, in terms of upcoming events over the next week or two, um, we don't have many. We'll have a Wednesday. Um, the date is eluding me. Wednesday, the twenty-sixth of April, will be our next beginner workshop. Um, we are currently. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not we. I am starting to teach some some strength and conditioning stuff at Art Suave in Wool and on a Tuesday and Thursday afternoon. So if you're if you're not able to get to our classes, um, that's a great little community over there as well. Um, and the only other thing that I want people to be aware of... Actually, by the time this goes out, we'll probably have missed it anyway, the t-shirts. Um, you may be able to get in if you email as soon as you hear this, or go to, to the um, t-shirt link that I've put up on Facebook, um, but I believe we may have already missed the boat on that, unfortunately. Um, in terms of links that were messaged that were mentioned in this episode, we had Francis Chan uh, talking about crazy love and how we can change our communities for the better. Um, and uh, I'd highly encourage you to check it out um, aquaponics that, to check out the aquaponics that Paul was talking about earlier on. Um, yeah, thank you very much for your time, Paul.
1: Thank you, Pierce. it was it was a pleasure.
0: Uh, If you like what we do, please follow the podcast on iTunes, like our Facebook page and get in touch. If you don't, please flick me an email to help us make this better. Thanks again, Paul, and I'll see everyone next week.